Okay, here we go now. Well, welcome to Old Dog New Tech, the podcast that explores edtech ideas, innovations, and integration methods from the experienced old dog side of things. My name is Jeff West, and I've been a K-12 music educator for 27 years, and I am passionate about edtech. I love using it. So let's get started at taking a look at how this can be used in your classroom. Well, hello, and welcome to Old Dog New Tech with Jeff West. That's me. I'm your host. And on this episode, I am going to take a look at keeping content awesome. And there's kind of a play on words there, keeping content awesome. Now, if you happen to read my uh, blog post, which I usually do about once a month, or I'll uh, up- update it with uh, podcast episodes, you'll note that I'm talking about using Google Keep and Awesome Screenshot to create some PNGs to add and make your digital media pop a little bit and maybe make it meaningful to your students. It's all up to you and how you use it. But here are the steps. These are the two things. As I'm getting ready to present, I'm backing up here, rewind, uh, present this week at the Michigan Music Conference, doing a couple of uh, sessions. And both these tools are in those sessions. And I thought, you know, really, I should just do a podcast on this too, because as well as a blog post, because these are really very powerful tools. And I use them a lot more than I really realized until I started writing the blog post. So without further ado, let's talk about keeping content awesome. You know, if you want to keep your content awesome, I'm talking about using visuals because images, because we learn Uh, we human beings learn so much by seeing an image. And so the two biggest tools that I use tech-wise are Google Keep and Awesome Screenshot for this. Now I use slides as well and docs and I make videos and so forth. But when it comes to tools that I use that affect several other areas of my tech use or my teaching, these two are very versatile for me. So I thought, hey, this is for you. So I'm keeping content awesome, how to do that Google Keep and screenshot. But I know sometimes the biggest barrier to this, to integrating any tech, is time. And part of the challenge is also the ease of use of a tool. So I think both these tools um, are pretty easy to use. And at first, of course, as with anything, it takes you a few times through it. But boy, once you get used to it, it's really, um, you can get very quick, very quick at it. So first off, why images? Well, uh, from a blog post, I'll put it in the show notes, from Image Think. Uh, they stated, we do know that when our eyes are open, our vision accounts for two-thirds of the electrical activity in the brain, a full two billion of three billion firings per second. Let you soak that in per second, which was the finding of, uh, let me get this right, neuroanatomist R.S. Fixit in a paper published in 1957. 
So check out the blog post for more of the numbers and details on that. But I find that to be uh, very inspiring as an educator to using images, to finding ways to incorporate those images. So what are the first steps? First thing you got to do is get awesome screenshot from the Google Web Store and connect it to your Chrome web browser. It is an extension. It will appear then to the right of your address bar. I have several there, but you can also use uh, Extensity to turn them off and on so they don't always appear and clutter that up if that's something that bothers you. But find awesome screenshot. And you can do several things with this. You can take an entire a picture of your entire desktop, web page. You can select an area. There's also screen recording and a delayed capture in the free version. I think when you sign up and pay, uh, you get a few more tools, a little longer screen recording. I think it's only 30 seconds in the free. But I will use that sometimes when I want to create a GIF or a GIF, however you say it, or just a, you know a, a video that's moving with no audio um, and because it, it's quick and easy. And so once you capture the in image, um, then it takes you to a separate page with a very uh, versatile set of tools. You can draw, you can circle things, you can type text, you can put an arrow to something, you can change the colors. Then you can just download that as a PNG because that's what it downloads to, or you can connect it and save it to your Google Drive. When you are on a Chromebook, of course, it goes right to your drive. When you just click download, it'll put it in there. I always make sure to stick it in my share folder because if I'm taking it, most of the time I want to show it to someone or put it in something that many people be viewing, and I don't want them to have to request permission. I want them to be able to see it. You know, the other cool thing is, is once you make this PNG, you can use it as a background on a slide, or if you use Google Sites, you can also set the background of, say, a section um, in your web page. And um, if you have that as a PNG, you can select it and upload it, and it'll put it in there. Sometimes um, because of the um, margins, there we go, the margins of the photo with the website, it kind of just picks it. So it may not come out perfect for you. If you want it perfect, then I would say put it in a slide, put it as a background, and then you can you know, put other shapes and text and so forth on top of that even. It's up to you. The other cool thing is that this PNG also will insert into Gmail. So you could send a, uh, an email out to who your people and put a few words of text. But I think one of the things that same blog post said, and I'm paraphrasing, is that if, if it takes a bunch of words to describe the image, just put the image in and let people get that description. All right, let's move on. Google Keep. So, um, google.keep.com. And also, this is now appearing in the right-hand small panel of all of the Google apps, doc, slide sheets. You can access your Keep. And I use this quite a bit now, particularly with slides. I'll tell you more about it. Here we go. So, you can capture... Um, a picture using your phone or use your computer uh, of whatever it is that you want or if you have a picture on your computer you can put it into keep 
And then Keep has an editing tool as well. And it also has an area where you can just start with a blank slate and draw. And you can add dots, you can add a grid, you can add lines and uh, draw. It is a little tougher if you're using your touchpad to draw with um, on a touch screen. Um, it can be a little problematic, but it's, um, it's not too bad. I think once you get used to it again, I don't know how often you'd use something like that. I use it more to say, highlight something or draw an arrow or circle something. Sometimes when I write, when I use printing on it, of course, you know, every little move your finger makes is going to be recorded by the computer. So your, your lines may come out a little shakier or. Uh, whatnot. Um, so, you know, you may have to play around with that till you kind of get it exactly where you want it to be. The next thing to do with Keep is let's talk about it on Docs and Sheets and Slides. Once you click on the right panel and you click on to Keep and you open it and you choose your note that you have your picture in, if you use the upper right-hand corner of that note, there are three dots. And this is all still on the right-hand side of the panel. Um, you click those three dots. One of the selections is Insert Into. And it says, usually if you're in Slides, it'll say Insert Into Slides, Into Slide. Or if you're in the dock, it'll say Insert Into the Dock. And it puts it in as an image, which then I believe, depending on the application you're using, you can make some changes. Or uh, if it's Slides, you would think, add things on top of that, you know, um, a transparent uh, text box when you type some directions or whatever it is, some label that you have in there. On Docs, I have not used it as much in a doc because I use slides more for uh, um, connect, um, shoot, projecting things up on the screen for class. But I, I would believe you would have some of the same image editing capabilities. I know when I clicked on it, I saw the same uh, box at the bottom, edit, text wrap around, that type of a thing. So if you want to do more than that, you these are probably not the tools. These are a little quicker hit um, uh, capabilities. So you're just getting your image in, and then obviously you would be typing on the dock or whatnot. But if you wanted to do more with an image, you probably want to look at another tool. And if that's the case, you probably have some more know-how than I do. All right, so where are we at here? Google Keep. Oh, yes. I don't want to forget to tell you that you can also find a, a, a copyright-free image, which you would download to your computer. You can select that and put it in Keep, and then use the Keep editing tools to draw on that as well. Now, I have used this to, say, uh, take a picture. Now, when I take a picture, I don't use my computer. I'm using my phone, and I use Google Keep on my phone. Take a picture and keep, which then will um, usually takes a few seconds, show up in the keep on the right-hand side of the panel, which then I can put into my slide. But typically before I do that, I usually circle something or uh, star, put a star on it, and then type some text um, below that photo to describe what it is I'm trying to show. So, for instance, if I had a piece of music that had a symbol or a term that was new or different way of showing it or something like that, I might use uh, the tool for that. You could use it to take a picture of anything that you're doing as well. Maybe take a picture of your notes from class or uh, a picture of 
uh, something the students are doing that day and and uh, maybe you circle it and then you put something on there like proud great work or something just a real quick picture that you could put out take a that png and you could use awesome screenshot then to do some more typing on it uh, download it and you could send that email out pretty quick uh, if you don't have another social media uh, way of communicating, if, you know, if you're tweeting or if you um, are able to quickly send that through uh, another another method with email, then fine. But this this way, then you have that PNG that you've developed with your uh, text. And it's pretty quick, pretty quick and easy. All right, so awesome screenshot and Google Keep. Those are two tools that I use quite a bit. And, of course, I can always make a list and things to do and whatnot in Google Keep. That's a, a huge time saver with a reminder and, uh, and reminding me even at a place or a time. But for my classroom, for creating some sort of image that will identify what we're working on or what we've worked on, um, these two tools are um, on the high end for my usage. Take a look at my. <clears throat> Sorry, excuse me. Take a look at my blog post. I put some images on there of, of the different places that you uh, would click to access the tools. And I put an example of a photo that I put in my Google Keep. And then I used Awesome Screenshot to take a picture of my Keep screen. I was able to crop it so it only showed the OneNote and I added text. But there's also... Uh, some writing and drawing on there that I did in Keep. It took me about 20 minutes. So when we're talking about time, I would say, you know, what took me the longest is um, WordPress changed uh, their editor a little bit, and it took me a little bit to get used to it because one thing that was happening on my computer was what I put in the editor, and then I hit preview, it looked different. And um, I could just be, I was trying to do something that it wasn't intended for. You know, I was trying to split my title up and I had two photos of the so forth. And, and it took me a while to get used to that. That to me is a reason that unless you're someone like me who just loves to do this anyway, this is what I do while I'm watching TV or just for fun waiting or, you know, I mess around with things tech wise. That's what's what I do. I explore and, and, uh, uh, experiment but you know if you're a person that this is this you use it as a tool and you have x amount of time that would definitely be a barrier so i don't think keep an awesome screenshot are going to quite do that to you i think it'll be pretty much what you see is what you get and if not you let me know hey i noticed my my uh listening on my episodes is going up here um, I went up quite a bit in the month of January. I got almost 500 listens. So thank you for doing that. Pass this along to your friends. Leave me a review. Leave me a little note saying enjoying what you're doing. Keep it up. Or here is an idea for make it better. Always love uh, criticism. I'm, you know me. I'm, I'm constantly on the reflection side of things. So that's it for this episode. Um, I think I have a tech treat. Oh, it's not it for this episode. It's time for a tech treat. I'll be right back.
It's Tech Treat time on episode 37. I hope I got the number right. Hey, thanks for listening. If you listened this far, you're ready for a little something different. This is another tool that I use a lot called OneTab. It's an extension, OneTab. You want to check that out when you have a bunch of tabs open. You click that extension button, which is next to your address bar, and it closes them all out and lists them really nicely on a, in a nice separate tab itself. So then next time you come on, if you have your Chrome browser set to begin where you left off, that little tab opens, and there's all the stuff that you were using. Yes, you could use history. Yes, there are other other extensions out there, but this one allows you to export these, to share them, uh, to close them out. I just kind of keep a, a running tally, and then every once in a while I'll look down the list and close some things out when I'm done. One tab. It really helps me organize my browsing and helps me start from day to day. Um, I use that, and I also then will pin some tabs. Right-click on a tab, and you should see pin tab, and it moves it over to the left on your uh, browser so you cannot close it. It takes the X off of it so you can't accidentally close it. But one tab I have open all the time. And sometimes I'll just close all my tabs and then start again when I get a little too many open. Uh, and I am guilty of that. I'm guilty of multiple tabs being open. So try one tab and have a good week. And I hope that you will leave me that review on iTunes. And I hope that tech integration is going smooth for you. Be patient. Don't try to be perfect. This has been Old Dog New Tech with Jeff West. You can reach me at olddognewtech10 at gmail.com. That's olddognewtech10 at gmail.com. Send me an email or leave me a review on iTunes. And remember, when integrating tech into your classroom, don't try to be perfect. Just be patient.